For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, make sure to check out Five Reasons YouTube channel. Nearly 14,000 subscribers pre and post game of every Heat game, every Dolphin game. Maybe we won't do all the Hurricanes games anymore, but we're doing all the other stuff there. Make sure you check out the other Heat shows over there. Feel the Heat, uh, Full Court Press. I, I have to mention Clutch Corner or they get upset. So check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Brady Hawk sat down with Gabe Vincent today. He's now going alone. He doesn't even need a chaperone. He just sits down with Gabe Vincent and does a better interview than I would have done. No paywall, unlike the newspaper sites. So make sure you check that out. Also, I've got a new column about the Dolphins. I had to sit through that monstrosity today and wrote about how Brian Flores needs to fix this fast. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. It is getting to be time for prize picks on the NBA. We're going to start doing regular shows telling you how sort of how to pick stuff, but sign up now. Use the code five, play around a little bit on NFL. We're going to go hard on the NBA. They got single stat. They got points, rebounds, assists. Uh, they're even, they even got field goals, three-point field goals, everything there. Also, you can play general fantasy there with, with a big fantasy score. If you want to do that, you can go over, you can go under, you can play different sports, different players, two players, three players, five players, whatever you want to do. You can do it on prizepicks.com. That's the official daily fantasy sponsor. But we keep telling you this. You got to do two things. One, use the code five, F-I-V-E. Two, make a deposit. Okay, you can't win unless you actually put some money in there. So throw 20 bucks in and see how it goes. Prizepicks.com, use the code five. And now tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. We got Alex Toledo. You can still follow him at Tropical Blanket. We will remedy that someday. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. It's basketball season. Okay. And for those of you in South Florida, that's a really good thing because football season is essentially over. Typically that's what happens. The heat start preseason and the football season, you've already given up on it. Right? So the Canes, the dolphins, we've given up on that Marlin season. I did it start It ended today also. So it's the heat It's the Panthers. We know what you're here for. They've got their first preseason game Monday night. I'll be there with Alex. Uh, we'll get to check it out live. There is a little bit more availability this year. 
than last year. Still no locker room access, but we do have access to the interview room. Supposedly, they're going to bring out Eric Spolster and three players after every game. Get a little bit more content there uh, and be able to interact a little bit more. And hopefully, as the season goes on, we'll be able to do more. But also, there has been access at practices, which is a good thing this year. So we're getting back to normal. What we're going to get into today is what we want to see. Okay, what we're looking for. Greg, Alex, and I have not talked about this beforehand. We've not talked about this beforehand, but we each have one that we're going to get into here. The most important thing, and then we're going to go through some rapid fire afterwards. I'm going to start here because I was at the scrimmage with Brady. And to me, this season is really about one thing. And this becomes crystal clear when you're there. Okay. And you can kind of see what's going to change a team. And it's easy to say that what's going to change a team is the point guard that you brought in for, you know, roughly $30 million a year. But until you see it in person, you don't really get a sense of it. And I can tell you that I was, I was standing next to Eric Reed watching the scrimmage and we're just like, they have a point guard. They have a point guard. And that is no disrespect to Goran. And when he and I talked about it, there's no disrespect, but Goran Dragic is not a traditional point guard. He's not a guy who's going to get you eight, nine, 10 assists. He is out there to score. Uh, He obviously was the starting point guard in the bubble, in the playoffs, but it has not really been his role. They have a guy right now in Kyle Lowry, and I want to see how it looks a little bit more with the starters. They have a guy who throws hit-ahead passes, who gets the ball into the post, who gets it into the post and gets it back and swings it the other direction, who resets the offense, who controls the pace, who knows when it's time to go. And we apologize to all the fans of the Raptors who think that we're making some big deal of this, who knows when to go around a screen and take that pull-up jumper, okay? A pull-up three. They have a, a point guard that they have not had, okay, really since Tim Hardaway. They had one year of Jason Williams that was really good where they toned down his game, but let's be honest, okay? The other point guards they've had, and no disrespect to Mario Chalmers or Norris Cole, who's a part of our network, or others, but this guy is... He's a quarterback, okay? And it's like what people said about Ryan Tannehill for years. You've either played the position your whole life or you haven't. This guy has. Guys, I just want to see what it looks like. I want to see how it's making things easier for everybody else. And sometimes the thing you want to see is the obvious thing. And now we're going to get to see it against another team, Alex. Yeah, pretty much. And I had a feeling you were going to go with Lowry and what he brings on the offensive end there. And I'm glad, you know, uh, you got to see him in person. You're now you're now a believer after one game. I love it. Uh, but as far as what I want to see tomorrow in preseason game, they got the Hawks tomorrow, which means they got Trey Young, which means what I'm looking forward to the most is great point of attack defense. Finally. Oh, my God. We are here. We are here. It's been two seasons since Jimmy Butler has been on the heat, and he's finally going to have somebody next to him who's going to be able to actually defend their man, defend their matchup. And, you know, the Heat won't have to be helping as much. And I just think it's going to be great to see, even if, you know, Trey Young is absolutely going to drive by Lowry a couple times tomorrow night because he's obviously a little bit quicker. Lowry's 35 years old. I just think having a guy like that there to hold everything down on the perimeter is going to be huge and something that we're going to be talking about over and over again. Greg, you want to throw one out there and then we'll, we'll sort of discuss all three? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a few things to address. Uh, as a lifelong Dolphin and Miami Hurricane football fan, right now our motto has absolutely been uh, thank thank God we have the heat, right? <laughs> um, and so basketball is back. That is good. I'd be lying if I said that, like, ultimately seeing um, – Kyle, Bam, and Jimmy out there together. And Duncan, too. Like, that's, like, the core. Like, they've built this roster. Like, I think that that's, that's noteworthy. But truthfully, like, at, the more I unpack um, the roster and I think about, like, getting through this season, it, it's it's watching the the Gabe Vincent, Max Struess level guys, um, e- even Markeith Morris, Markeith Morris to, a de- to a degree. Because, like, to me, uh, the chemistry looks there. I feel like if the health is there, they're going to be good and they're going to be able to compete with top teams. Like I'm, I'm not worried about that end, but it's those mid tier players that if they can step up and play and bridge those gaps that this team can go from being a four seed uh, or a three seed to like, you know, you're a couple injuries away and all of a sudden you have some guys who outperform their uh, expectations and you're a two seed. So I, I feel like that's like uh, within the margins, but something that could be huge for them. So it's, it's watching those mid tier guys. I mean, even like you're seven and, and guys like that, yeah and i think to that point i think what we're going to see during this preseason is whether those young guys build confidence or go the other direction spolster has made it pretty clear that he's going to do he's going to tinker some but i think he's going to play a lot of his core guys a lot he wants to see what they look like uh in this situation and even the other day in the scrimmage he acknowledged that when i asked him about lineups And he said, I didn't really plan on playing the first group together that long because typically in that game, that scrimmage, he'll flip the lineups a lot. He stuck with that that first group two more times. He brought him back two more times to get a look. Now, he, he, he filtered in some other players, and I think that's something else to watch in these games. We saw kind of what the rotation's gonna look like if you looked closely in that, okay? You have your starters, we know who they are. It's Bam, it's Tucker, it's it's Robinson, it's Butler, and it's it's Lowry. But then two guys come off, Tucker, right, and Robinson, and who comes in? Morris and Hero. And that so that's sort of a second, I think that's going to look like a second starting unit. Sometimes Folcher has talked about that, but that unit where Hero is out there with Lowry and you have I Morris playing next to Bam, right? That's a second starting unit. Then, Alex, it becomes kind of, as we talk about, the guys like Struess and Vincent who become kind of those wildcard players with then Deadman as, okay, we know he's your backup five. They go into this with flexibility, but at the same time with some certainty, it's a little bit of both. Like they've got certainty for who the guys are going to be, Alex, but he has some flexibility in how he wants to deploy what I think is really going to be 10 players to start the season. I think so too. And it's good that you guys brought up the bench players because I really do think like, you know, we, we're talking about that starting lineup and it feels, even though we haven't seen it yet, it feels like that's a lineup that you really don't have to worry about. Like, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work. That's going to be like their baseline lineup. And I know it's an obvious thing to say. It just feels like that's one that they probably don't have to put in as much time to kind of gel and, 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 and alleviate so quickly. But as far as the bench, it feels like that's where their upside is, right? It's like if you're really getting consistent playing time out of Struess, Vincent, uh, possibly Markeith and Deadman, like it just makes things so much easier. And I know we talked about it before, like, uh, you know, you brought up how they brought in Markeith and Tyler off the bench. And I wanted to ask you from there, mm-hmm. did they keep Lowry? Like the, the next substitutions after they had brought in Tyler and Markeith, was it Lowry stayed in? 
Jimmy came out and they, they played on different units or no, no, they always they, playing they, together? They, they didn't flip the units in this one, which they typically do. They, they usually, they will do that. Now, typically it's also this, the pink and black scrimmage, you know, it's a bigger deal. It's in the main arena here was in the practice facility. They obviously, they brought some kids in to watch and they brought some of us in to watch, but typically it's a, it's a bigger spectacle than this. And they will rotate the lineups a little bit more flexibility. Also, it goes longer. Usually the scrimmage goes an hour and a half plus this, this was done within an hour. Okay. So that is different, but they kept Lowry out there. Like that was Brady and I is the first thing we noticed was, okay, Kyle staying out there with, with Tyler. He wants to look at that because I, I think that that is not only is he going to use that a lot during the, the during the course of a game, he's going to use it a lot to close. And, and I think there also will be situations where they need more offense. If they feel like Morris is giving them more offense than Tucker, I can see scenarios where that is the five group at the end of the game where it's Tucker out and Morris in a little bit of offense defense there. If they feel like Morris is giving him a little bit more flexibility I think the wild card there is going to be Duncan like Duncan. I, I asked specifically, I said, do you want to be a closing player this year? And he said, yes. Well, he's going to have to fight for that position, right? With Tyler. I think, I think that until Oladipo comes back, I think that's what we're looking at. So I think a lot of this tinkering is going to be interesting to see in these games. I think Eric is going to use these games more than he typically does. I, I do. I think he, 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 he knows kind of what it is, but he wants to build continuity between this in this group. Um, so I, I don't think, and, and here's the other thing. And, and I, I was talking to Ira about this and I think he made a great point. They really don't have any flexibility with the other young guys on the roster. They can't keep any of them. I'm right. Because I mean, the exhibit 10 guys, like they're going. Okay. So, I, I mean, you're not really looking for them, one of them to pop necessarily at this time. Like, I mean, you're really looking to build with your core. I, again, I keep saying it core 10. I, I we can talk about Omer. Obviously, there's UD there. Oladipo's not going to play yet. You know, Marcus Garrett, I, I don't really see him having a role, you know, at any anytime soon. You're really talking about 10 guys. So I, I think he's, Greg, I think he's just, I think he's going to roll those 10 in different combinations. And then I think he'll pick and choose during the preseason. This is a game Kyle doesn't need to play. Uh, you know, we're going to give him a little bit of a rest. Are you including Caleb Martin in that 10? I'm not, but. After the break, I want to talk about him because I think we should because I, I he I'll say this. Vincent and Martin jumped out to both Brady and I at the scrimmage. So we are going to get into it before we do. I want to tell you about a great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. If you need help with your IT. OK, let's say you run a small business or let's just say you want to I don't know, suck up to the boss and go with a really good local company. CPT of South Florida is where you want to go. They've been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud-hosted phone systems and managed IT. Again, if you own a small or medium business, you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, you got to give TJ a call right now. He's been helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. He can do the same for you. With a cloud phone system, you can work from anywhere on any device. Free in-person consultation and a promotion. 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones. And the first two months of service free. Just got to mention five reasons. Go to 954-966-2766, 954-966-2766, or CPT-Florida. That's C, like for Carlos, P for Peter, T for Tom, dash Florida.com. Again, that's CPT South Florida on Twitter. Um, you mentioned Caleb Martin. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's, let, let's talk a little bit. I, I do think uh, that he's a guy who could pop a little bit here to the back end of the rotation. And, and, and the reason I think so is that Spolster likes plug-and-play guys that he doesn't have to worry about, that don't need the ball. Um, and he is one of those guys I think you could – and look, the one place they really are thin on this team is, is wings. I, they don't have a lot of wings, and, and particularly if you have uh, games uh, – Jimmy doesn't get in a lot of foul trouble, but if you have game, game Jimmy misses, or other things, you're going to need additional wings. And, and I just feel like there's a confidence level that he's going to have in this guy. And I, there was a lot of talk about him at the scrimmage and, and from just from heat people we were talking to saying, you don't usually get a two way like this, right? Guy who's actually played in the league. It feels to me like they've kind of like, we talk about the Oladipo and Haslam roster spots. They kind of plugged one of them for the time being the Oladipo spot, Greg with Caleb Martin, essentially yeah. with a two way with, with someone who can, can with who, can be expected to contribute because they did so at the NBA level last year. And, and from everyone that I've spoke to, they're really uh, impressed with him so far. So I would expect that maybe he could be a guy that early in the season, if they have anybody who has to miss games or if there's anybody banged up that they could go to him pretty quickly. Like, I feel like he's ready, made ready to play uh, And some of what he brings. Uh, they don't necessarily, they, they may have eventually, but initially as you're trying to balance, you know, different units and playing different uh, sets of players. Uh, if you just need a guy to go in and, and, and do a specific thing, Caleb Martin could be that guy. So I, I feel like he has a chance to pop early in the year. I don't know that it'll last, um, but I, I would, I would expect to see him, uh, you know, at least a little bit uh, until, Oladipo is fully healthy. Yeah, and Alex, uh, it, it feels to me like they think they can get out of him what they wanted to get from Mo Harkless last year, oh, uh, man. which was a guy to kind of just eat some minutes early in the season, maybe. And and but also more specifically to this group, it feels like it'll help them cover kind of the KZ issue, right? Because because uh, a lot of the things I think they're going to ask. Kayla Martin to do if he plays or thinks they were hoping that Casey Akpala would be ready to do at this stage. And I don't think he is at this point. I don't think they think he is right. So, I mean, essentially we talk about dead roster spots. It covers a dead roster spot for a little while. I like the creative thinking for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just you... trying try to do something because they have, look, they have dead roster spots, right? They have to, I mean, you know. No, you're right, though. You're absolutely right. Like you said, because of Haslam, because of Oladipo, because of KZ, like they just have roster spots that they're going to need production from. And I know it's not like, you know, we're talking about Caleb Martin here, the pro possibly 11th man on the team. It's not something that's going to change the narrative on the season. But Caleb Martin, just from what he shows out there, understanding that he's not exactly uh, Harkless or KZ Akpala, size type of player I think is going to be somebody who can come in and contribute right away like I just think the way that he defends and is just kind of competing his ass off the whole time that he's out there on that end is already a good baseline to get Spo to get him some minutes at some point mm -hmm. right I think the KZ thing is really relevant because that's probably the the one comparison you made I really agree with even though that like I said different play style KZ is like 6'10 right like he's more of a four whereas Caleb Martin is like a two playing a three because he's like 6'5 205 so it's not like 
Uh, he, he's a bigger player, but still, I think. Alex, do you see of, any Magruder in him? That's that's not a bad one. I mean, I don't think they're they're too he's, similar, but at the same more time, athletic. yeah, they're, they're gonna have to do similar stuff, right? right? They're gonna it's, have similar roles. I yeah, think that's Marty, by the way, it's, it's it's not that he and KZ have anything in common athletically because they don't, right? Like you yeah. said, KZ. I mean, you, you forget how tall KZ is until you're next to him, and you're like, wow, okay. But again, I, it still feels like the KZ Akpala things is better in theory than in practice, right? It's yeah. I, I get. I, I've also you know have heard some things about KZ, you know, and kind of what went into the drafting there, and and I. I, I don't know how to quite put this. I, I think there were a couple people in the organization, including, you know, maybe someone pretty high to the top uh, who was a, a bigger KZ fan than maybe some of the scouting staff were. Um, and so I, I think that there is a feeling to try to try to make the thing work. But again, it's better in theory than in practice so far. Um, it do, doesn't this is mean- why you have the preseason. Like this, well, well you we see, talk but, but about things we're looking for. KZ, if he could, if he could be even be competent, that that actually is a huge benefit because it, we've kind of thought of that as a wasted roster spot. And I hate to say that, like that sounds ugly, but um, it, we've kind of he's been non-functional at times. So like that, to for him to be functional would be huge. So looking, well, not ahead just to, for them though, Greg. Is he a non-factor at the scrimmage? He didn't. Re- no, he wasn't really anybody that jumped out. I mean, I, I, I think. I, look, I, I just got to be honest. It's just, I, we, you know, I was hoping for him in summer league this year and, and I've made probably more excuses for him than anybody because of, you know, he didn't play in summer league that first year and all the rest of that and everything else he's had to deal with. But, you know, at some point you got to show that you can contribute on a team that's trying to win a championship. Now, the, the thing about it too, though, is it's not just for them that it would be helpful in terms of playing. It's also, you know, maybe he's a movable piece, you know, maybe to unlock a pick from OKC or something like that, that makes your life easier down there. In other words, there there are benefits to him looking good. I don't think they're going to force it though. I I really think they're in the mode right now, this preseason. Yes. To a certain degree, it's about taking a look at Marcus Garrett and Kaziak Pali and Omer and all that. But I, I really, I would be surprised, okay, if the starting group and the backup group don't get heavy minutes during the preseason. I I think wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like like that's the cool thing going into this uh, from a fan perspective is that you're going to get to see them play the regulars because there's an element of this that they can't ignore and that's building chemistry and that kind of thing you you, they're going to need to start putting that in place immediately so you're going to get early stints where you see the real thing to a degree at least from a personnel standpoint and then they're going to tinker and see what they have around the margins you know later on in the game but you're going to get those beginning of quarters i guess the first and the third right um unless there's some unique scenario where you'd have a guy closed but that's unlikely where you're going to see the 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 starters you're right and then it's going to be you know uh, a flip more toward the younger guys all right we're going to go to final thoughts here when we come back before we do want to talk about another sponsor of the five reasons sports network if you need any grooming If you need any cologne, they got a whole bunch of stuff on the website. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's 5RSN. Get your 20% off and free shipping over at manscaped.com. They've also got all kinds of cool gear there too, Uh, T-shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff if you want to check it out. But again, make sure you're using our code. That's 5RSN at manscaped.com. 
as I always say, and again, it's, it's not just the, the razor, the shavers, even though the shavers are great. They got a little, you know, when you get to my age too, you need that little nose hair thingy too. I got, I, they, I got one of those. Okay. Go to Manscaped. Alex is too young to have to deal with any of that stuff, but whatever. Manscaped.com. Use the code five RSN. As we always say here, your balls and your body. Well, thank you. Final thoughts. Um, I have one final thought and I'll let you guys go. Uh, I think before a heat season starts, and after I just had to sit through that Dolphin game today, I, I, I'm, I'm just serious, okay? I think we should put into perspective what it is to have a franchise that gives you hope pretty much every year. I, I, don't, I, I don't think we should look past it. It doesn't mean every season's going to be perfect. It doesn't mean everything's going to go the way they expect. A lot of times it hasn't. I wouldn't say a lot of times, but some of the time it hasn't. Last year didn't. Sometimes there are miscalculations about kind of where players are in their careers, how they're going to fit together, how motivated they are. That happens. Okay. Sometimes you trust the wrong guys, but we go into this and you can see it on Twitter today. Let's start basketball season because there is a belief that this organization is always trying to win. It is what has made this podcast popular. And it's what it makes our other heat content popular because there is a feeling that not only are they trying, but they have a freaking clue what they're trying to do. They're not just going to go send six draft picks for a quarterback with 22 allegations against him who may not play for the next two years because they're desperate. And by the way, that may happen this week. Um, and so I just want to put it in. I just want to put it into context that however this season goes, we will be critical here. If we need to be critical, if things don't work, if the coach doesn't do what he's supposed to do, if they should have made a trade that they like Mo Harkless last year, didn't work out very well. Avery Bradley, we talked about it, but I do think we should put it into some context here that this franchise is going into another season with legitimate hope of being highly competitive in their conference and perhaps beyond. And I do think that that is a very good thing. I just think it should be said, Greg, I'm, I'm usually not the sunshine pumper here. And no, I'm not predicting the winning listen, championship. Like that you I'm just saying, it's, that. I just sat through the dolphins. I'm sorry. I'm, it's, I'm jaded today. No, and, and at I'm least we have the heat as we always say, but like, right. um, I guess I'll, I'll just say to piggyback off what you're saying, like at least the hope trafficking that I do, uh, that the, it's rooted in some, um, <laughs> in some degree of winning and, and his in history, you know, is on my side when, when I speak that stuff in, into existence almost. Right. <laughs> um, because like it, you suffer, like it, it's been ugly to be uh, a South Florida sports fan other than, uh, you know, there's been a couple, runs here and there and fun seasons um but ultimately it's the heat right so it's good the basketball is back we've been counting it down um so let's do it <laughs> alex six uh six nba finals and three championships uh and if you give the dolphins a five-year head start going all the way back to 2001 they they still wouldn't have won a playoff game so i i mean it is what it is i mean it's 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 pretty much yeah Pretty much. I mean, look, the heat thing is like you like you guys already said, you know, that's the one team that we can kind of depend on. Right. As far as if you're, you're a Miami sports fan, I just think the heater at this point where it's like we, we take for granted what they build <laughs> consistently. Right. Even though they had some down years and uh, it feels like most of the time, more often than not, they're in a really competitive place. And it's just again, it's really hard to not take it for granted because especially you, you're just so used to it. I think certain people uh, like we're expecting the star acquisitions. We're expecting things to work out with the heat, right? It's almost like they have that baseline of people expect them to be successful or it's like with these other teams, it's, it's just straight up hope. Right. And I think 
this thing that they have now with Lowry, this next chapter of their build, it's just, uh, you know, it's another one. It's it's another W for the Heat as far as like, look, we just, we rebuilt again. We, we got to the finals in one season after adding a star player. Didn't work out last season. Added another star player who, are you, you know, is going to fit with their two best players. And I just think like, even though Kyle Lowry is not, your typical whale, 35-year-old point guard who's been around for a long time, just what they're able to do consistently, this type of move, this type of rebuild. Game changer. It's true. Like, it, <laughs> other types well, Alex, of teams, like the Dolphins, cannot do whale. this. He may not be your typical whale, but what he's going to do is he's going to make your two best players that you already had better. Yeah. And he's going to make whales even bigger whales. Right. So, I mean, he's going to make them better. And it was just so apparent the other day. But I think the other thing about this team, when you go back to Riley's first year, which is the first year I started covering them. Okay. I, I followed them beforehand, went to games and whatever. But, you know, I first year I started covering them that that they have always their teams have person certain personalities and and this team is, I think, going to have a fun personality. I, I think that it's going to be a little edgy. Um, it's going to piss a lot of people off, which Heat fans like because they like being in that villain role. And the difference between this team and the big three teams is I think this team is going to earn that role. That team was – they were characterized as villains because of LeBron leaving Cleveland and the national media didn't like it. But the reality is – it's a bunch of nice guys on that team. Like there wasn't a lot of edge on that team. Like Shane Battier is not edgy. Okay. Ray Allen like is really Ray Allen was the least edgy of all of, of the stars in Boston. Ray was the nice guy. Okay. Um, Bosch. Okay. James Jones. These are not edgy characters. Okay. Okay. UD, but we all know what you makes is up really. for all of them. Right. He yeah, does. Bird he's man. also one of the nicest guys you'll ever be. But what I'm saying is this group, I think is going to have a personality and us against the world personality that I think fans are going to relate to, but they also, I do think they're going to like each other. And I, it's going to start with Kyle and Jimmy and bam, but I also think they're going to start to bring in uh, the others. And, and I think those who were, there may have been some conflicts last year. I think that the atmosphere around the team is going to be different. I liked what Tyler hero said um, after the scrimmage the other day, he said, this is Kyle's world. We're all living in it. And I don't think he meant that in, in a derogatory way. I don't think he meant it like being a smart ass. Like now we got to defer to Kyle. I think they, I think they legitimately needed that voice. And I, I think now that they have it, I, I just, I think it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Like it doesn't mean they're going to win 55 or 60 or championship, but I think it's going to be a fun year. So we'll have it here for you five on the floor. We're going to be introducing some more sort of regular segments for some of our other contributors again manscape.com five five rsn get your 20 percent off prizepicks.com use the code five f-i-v-e and cpt-florida.com thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply